on today's show, I talk about virtual things that should remain after we all come out of quarantine. Also, I have some news you need to know about, including Costco reopening food courts. And guess who got hit up to be part of a reality show? I'll give you all of that and much more coming up next on Season 10, Episode number 7 of Life with Hula, the podcast, starting right now. Welcome back to this episode, season number 10, episode number 7 of Life with Hula, the podcast. My name is Hula, and you've made it to my podcast. I am a guy living in San Diego just trying to share my stories about my life and just show you that you're not going through whatever it is you're going through alone. There's other people just like you, and there's other people that are having crazy lives just like you. I'm one of those people. And I do not mind sharing my life story with all of you. And that's what Life with Hula is about. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. If you are a first-time listener or if you uh, haven't listened in a while, uh, I appreciate you tuning in. You can always follow, subscribe, and rate, review the podcast by going to any podcast platform you listen to podcasts from. You can go to uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and search for Life with Hula. It's that easy. Search Life with Hula. You can also vote for my podcast on podcastmagazine.com. It's a really well-known um, podcast magazine online that allows – or it actually showcases people's podcasts. And you can vote for the top 50 podcasts from all over the country. And I've been on this list, and I'm hoping to be on the list for uh, May 2021. So all you got to do is go to podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. That's podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. You can follow me, uh, facebook.com slash lifewithhula, and you can also email me, um, lifewithhula at gmail.com. Lots of different ways to interact, contact me, and uh, suggest any you know anything you want to suggest, or even if you have questions. Thank you so much again for tuning into the show. We are at hump day. I know, we're almost to Friday. I, that's what I do every week. I'm like, get to Friday, get to Friday. We're almost there, guys. Um, but... It's been quite an interesting week for me. So um, I was on my social media page, on my Instagram. If you're not following me on there, it's HulaSD. And as I got to my messages, I received this message right here. Let me read it out to you guys. It says, Hi, Hula. I hope this message finds you safe and well and that you don't mind me contacting you out of the blue. My name is, and I won't mention the person's name, and I'm a television producer based out of Los Angeles. I wanted to get in touch with you regarding a project. I am casting for a major social platform in case it might be something you'd be interested in exploring. We are looking for people to participate and share their stories. Please see information below about the project and let me know if you'd be open to learning more. And it says, now casting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month special for a major social platform. Are you ever frustrated with stereotypes about the Asian community? Do you have a story to share that will set the record straight? Well, this production company is casting for an Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month program aimed at squashing stereotypes by creating a platform where people can share their real life experiences. So it's it's basically looking for a bunch of uh, Asian folks to share their stories. I know for me, I don't, I have a 
I mean, I'm not your ordinary Asian man. Um, for those that don't know, I am Filipino. But, um, you know, normally, typically, I guess stereotypically, Asians are always, I don't know, it's weird because a lot of times Asians follow a certain path. They're the model minority. They go to school. They're, you know, they end up getting high paying jobs, blah, blah, blah. I'm so not that way. I, <laughs> I'm basically scraping by. No, um, used to have a job in the creative field but filipinos are used to that if you watch filipino shows you see that you're either a doctor or nurse or you're an entertainer so i actually fit the stereotype of filipinos um because there are filipinos that are very known to be entertainers and i fit that stereotype and that's kind of where i land so i don't know if i'd be good for this show they do want to call me um i am planning to talk to these this casting producer tomorrow um, which is weird. This is the second time I've been hit up um, to do a show, like a reality-type show. I don't know. I, I've talked about this on a previous podcast. But in case you are listening and didn't hear about it, um, on Instagram, I did get hit up by a casting producer who wanted me to be on a reality game show. And it was for Ellen's Game of Games. And they said I had a good personality and all I had to do was, you know, try out. And so over the summer last year, uh, 2020, I did like a virtual casting. So luckily I didn't have to go to Los Angeles, but they talked to me over Skype and they got to know about my life and I had to be super, you know, it, I was basically myself, but like to the 10th degree. So super like, hey, how's it going? And um, I had to play a couple games like charades or heads up that uh, Ellen has on the app, you know, the app I'm talking about. And um, I didn't hear back from them. <laughs> I was supposed to hear back from them like within a month, but then COVID went hardcore and then I don't know what happened. But then now I see they're airing new episodes of Ellen's Game of Games. So apparently I didn't get picked. I guess my look wasn't the look they were going for. And so, because I know I got a good personality. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I know I have a great personality. Maybe it was the looks. Maybe I just didn't look good on TV or on camera. So who knows? But yeah, I didn't hear back from them. But now I'm, I've got this other one. It's interesting that casting directors are looking through social media. And that's what uh, I have here is now another casting director wants to talk to me about my life and to see if I fit a reality show on a major social network platform. I'm going to try it. I mean, why not? Never say never. It, you know, a lot of people are skeptical. When I first told my family members about the Ellen Game of Games, some of them were like, dude, this is not real. Like, calm down. And lo and behold, it was real, even though I didn't get chosen. And so now there's this other production company that's wanting to, to have me try out. And I looked up them up, and they are pretty small. But who knows? Maybe they, you know, maybe they'll have me on maybe I'll be I mean I've been on a reality show guys FYI I don't know if you know this I was on a one-time show um if you remember on MTV that was one of my goals to be on MTV I did try out to be on the real world that didn't happen for me um I tried out for the real world Hawaii didn't happen but um I was on this show do you remember this artist named Shwayze well, he had a hit song called Buzzin', and he also had an MTV show. It only lasted one season. It was like 12 episode, episodes, and the show was called Buzzin' with Shwayze or something like that. And basically, with Shwayze, like, 
trying out his whole new music career. And um, I was featured on one of the shows. They went to San Diego, um, and I was a, the radio guy, and I, which I was really in the radio business. And I was interviewing the guys from Shwayze. And it was cool because I it was a cool to experience it. I had to interview them twice. So they get certain angles and, you know, certain facial expressions and the camera pointed in one way versus another way. But it was really cool because I got to experience it and then saw what they filmed and then end up watching it on MTV. I was on MTV. So that's my claim to fame for MTV. So I was already on a reality show. I'm good with it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so it'd be cool to be on another one if this is a thing that's going to happen. I'm going to try out if it's real or fake. Who knows? But why not try right why not try so i just wanted to give you a heads up maybe you'll see me on the big screen um or some social sort of social media platform doing a reality show if you don't hear me talk about this anymore obviously something's going on um but if you do hear me talking about it then obviously i didn't make it make the cut because i'll be making fun of myself so with that being said uh i am getting ready because my sister who is having her third child is getting ready for a baby shower and instead of having a physical uh, baby shower she's going to have a virtual one so i need to get ready for a zoom link for her because i'm going to be hosting this but the funny thing is i feel like as we're all getting vaccinated and getting back to some sort of normalcy and things are opening up. Can we keep all the virtual birthdays and the drive-by birthdays and the drive-by baby showers? <laughs> I know I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but I think it's something that is good we should keep. Um, just keep it light. Keep it quick. Keep it moving. Like, cool. I'll, I'll set up like a little to-go box for you. Um, not going to lie. Like, I, I think COVID has changed the game on actual birthday parties. Like, um, you know, I, for me anyways, I feel like it's a lot easier of a cleanup when it's not like a huge party that you're having, but instead you're kind of having like a light, like a light drive-by. I mean, I like I said, I don't mind picking out, take out for everybody, and I think it'll be a lot easier. So just throwing it out there. Anybody else agree with me? Let's keep the drive-by stuff going on, drive-by graduations, drive-by... I mean, I'll go as far as the drive-by wedding, like not going to lie. <laughs> Could you imagine you're just sitting in your car and they're like, do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay, cool. Kiss the bride. Let's go. Boom. Throw a cake at everybody and then off they go. Like, that's cool. We can all do a, a drive through wedding. I don't think that's going to be a thing, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's I, just something I think we should keep the drive-by stuff. Keep it going. At first, I was a little like, this is the weirdest thing. And now I'm like, please don't go away. Please don't leave us. Now that we're all getting vaccinated and now that we're all going to some sort of outside, you know, stuff, don't leave us. But I know it's going to eventually go back to some sort of normal. All right. Um, we're going to move on to some stories I think you need to know about. First of one is kind of a weird story, but apparently millions of cicadas are set to emerge after 17 years. What the front door? What, what, what? Sorry, I'm cursing, but what? I mean, I'm not really cursing, but what the fudge? Um, it looks like because of warmer days, we're going to see an invasion happen, and it only happens once every 17 years. I don't know why it's 17, but apparently, um, 
there's going to be millions of cicadas will burst forth once the days are constant are consistently 64 degrees or warmer for several weeks until mid-April to mid-May. Some of these have fears uh, have some people have fears they'll swarm like locusts, which periodically sweeps through places overseas eating everything in sight. But that's not what happens with cicadas. It's more of um, like what you hear. It's like an emergence of seeing all these flying flies. Uh, the noise that make that a group of these make has been recorded as loud as eight, 80 to 100 decibels, which is the equivalent of a lawnmower or a motorcycle. They're more active during the day and daytime. You'll you'll expect to hear the sound, especially on summer days. There are many different types of cicadas. Um, they're about to emerge. Cicada brood ten are distinguished by their red eyes, black bodies, and bright orange veins in their wings. Oh, that's good to know. The adults, when they emerge, their main goal is to mate and lay eggs. Although you'll see and hear them everywhere, you won't have to fear them for this reason. They're not venomous. They don't bite or sting. They won't invade your home, and they won't ruin your garden. Birds will love this. Reptiles will love this. Even spiders will have a buffet. However, your saplings or some diseased, weakened trees could have problems. The females will cut a kind of slit through the bark of the tree to lay their eggs, and this will cause flagging on a tree when the leaves kind of droop. However, they said if a big, healthy tree, it will not lose one limb, but otherwise it will be completely healthy. So that is what's happening. Apparently, this happens once uh, 17 years, once every 17 years, um, and this is the year. I mean, come on. We had the pandemic. 2021, we're kind of getting out of it, and now we can look forward to cicadas coming. <laughs> oh, this whole thing. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, the next story I think you need to know about is White Claw is launching three new flavors to higher, and two of them are higher alcohol drinks, just in time for the summer. So for those of you that are fans of the White Claw, they are hard, uh, They are launching uh, strawberry, pineapple, and blackberry. Like their other varieties, this refreshing hard seltzer will have 5% ABV, 100% calories, and just 2 grams of sugar and uh, per 12-ounce can. They will be joining the existing flavor lineup of uh, the, the variety four-pack along with White Claw's best-selling mango flavor. And if the new fruit flavors weren't enough to get you excited for pool days, White Claw is also launching White Claw Hard Seltzer Surge. It's 8% alcohol spiked sparkling seltzer. White Claw Surge will come in 16-ounce cans in two tasty flavors, cranberry and blood orange. Um, and they'll be in like these, yeah, bright blue looking cans, which is cool. And uh, these products will be sold at retailers nationwide. And uh, you can use the White Claw product locator, too, to find the closest store near you. And there you go. Last but not least, Costco is planning to reopen its food courts. I've kind of already seen this happening um, because they're also bringing samples back. So I was at a Costco two weeks ago, and there was sample ladies. And they had a plate. They weren't cooking anything. They were already pre-cooked. She was behind a plexiglass. And underneath the plexiglass was kind of a hand for your – like a slot for your hand. And it, there was a plate there, and there was little bite-sized samples. So you can go grab one and then walk away um, while this plexiglass was dividing you from the person, which is weird, though, because the food was behind the plexiglass where the person was standing. So, you know, these, I mean, just thinking, like, should be shielded from the actual sample person, too. 
Um, anyways, it looks like now the food court is going to be back to running normal again. Costco's food court menu is gradually working its way back to full capacity and is seating, it, it, seating is back at locations um, where food courts are located outdoors. Over time, churros will take their rightful place back on the menu um, and they're going to increase indoor food court dining, uh, which will be coming back as vaccinations are coming out as well. No, I mentioned earlier, it looks like they're going to be um, making their way into samples. Free samples uh, have been, you know, gone since the whole pandemic has started. And they are cautiously adding them in certain stores with plexiglass, like I said, lined sample stations set to dole out prepared food to one customer at a time. It's, I saw it. I saw it here in, in San Marcos. It was it was a crazy thing to see. Um, Costco is hard at work trying to figure out the best, safest way to revive the most important parts of the membership experience. So if you refuse to pay even $2 for a hot dog over the past year, don't worry, you can get yourself a free sample. They're back. Who, who, I would have thought that free samples were not a thing anymore, but apparently they're coming back. So those are some stories I think you need to know about. So lastly, just putting it out there, um, I'm sad. I'm a little sad because, so I've mentioned this on multiple podcasts. I am all about the TikTok. I'm a fan of the TikTok. I am a active member. I post something every day. And I've kind of created a little community of friends. Well, this weekend, a bunch of those friends are going to Las Vegas. And they're going to go, it's called the TikTok Invasion. They're all meeting up with each other. They're all saying hi, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a fun time. I definitely already having that FOMO. Am I going? No. Um, the reasons why I'm not going, even though I'm now vaccinated, it takes about two weeks for me to be, to be fully vaxxed, which I'm not. Um, it'll be closer to next week. Um, but I just don't feel comfortable being around that many large groups of people. Um I just don't, I don't feel comfortable. And so I personally don't want to go meet up with people quite yet, like in large groups of people, even though I feel like I know them from TikTok, I don't know them, know them, especially when my one friend, I do want to meet up with certain people. There's one buddy of mine who I'm TikTok friends with. His name's Leonard and Leonard, if you're listening, I really want to meet you. I can't wait to meet you. It's going to happen. You're like my brother from another mother. Like I feel like totally I should be meeting you soon. But unfortunately, that's just not the case right now. Um, and and I'm saddened. I, I know I'm not going to be looking at my TikToks on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday because I don't want to have that FOMO. Um, but it just sucks. It really sucks. And um, to hear everybody talking about it is good for them. Like, you know, I wish I had the ability to... I mean, plus this weekend is my mom's birthday. Just can't really pull that off. Um, Sunday is my mom's birthday, so I, I, we're planning on doing something for that. Um, my sister's baby shower is on Saturday, like I said. There's not really much I can do to leave this weekend to go to Vegas to hang out with people I don't fully, fully know. So, yeah, not not something that I'm comfortable with doing. And But like I said, I'm going to have FOMO. I'm going to be watching these TikToks and being like, why can't I be there? But it is what it is. What are you going to do? But we're, I'm, I'm ready to have fun myself. And 
The weekend after that, I'll be going to Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, man, I'm yawning. I'm, I'm exhausted, you guys. I, I think I'm going to call it quits for today. I'm just so tired. This week has really brought on an exhaustion for me. And I don't know. Maybe it's just part of this vaccination now. But I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning into the show today. Even though it ended kind of weird. Sorry. Um, I appreciate you. I thank you so much for tuning into the show. If you want to follow me on social media, you can do so by searching for me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter. Search Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D. I'm also on Clapper and Clubhouse. You can also follow me on um, my Facebook page for the web or for the uh, podcast Life with Hula. Facebook.com slash Facebook.com slash Life with Hula. You can vote for this podcast, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. And um, you can also email me anytime. Love to hear from you, lifewithhula at gmail.com. But other than that, you guys, again, have been so amazing. I appreciate you all. And uh, I hope you have an amazing day. And I will catch you tomorrow. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. I will see you. Bye.